Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. We are back week two. Coming up, we're here to give you our thoughts, feelings about these teams, about these game picks, about what's going on. I'm here with Shamil. How you doing, bud? I am all good. Uh, this, again, another, you know, following week one, we're now we want to see who's real and who's not. Um, and now you don't want to be an 0-2 team. You just don't. It's, it's do harder. Every week is hard to win in the NFL. We had a great week one. How are you feeling about week two, Simon? I should ask oh, you. I'm excited about week two. Obviously, the Saints got a, a close win last week, but I feel like we're one week closer to Kamara coming back to that Saints offense. And I feel like it'll be a big boost for us when he gets back. So I'm I'm excited. I'm all you know. I'm also excited to try and claw back some of these uh, some of these picks. Um, try and get myself more to even. Obviously, my first week went poorly. Uh, a disaster. Paulie's <laughs> Paulie's being friendly to yourself here. A disaster. It went poorly. I'm gonna go over the totals right now. I can't wait any longer. You got seven. Yeah. Out of sixteen in week one. But- but in, in my no, defense, no, 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 in my defense, who thought the Browns were going to beat the Bengals? Not many people. Who thought the Rams were going to beat the Seahawks? Not many people. Who thought the Las Vegas Raiders were going to beat the Broncos? Not many people. Uh, uh, me and Chan. You're, well... you're the one who picked Denver because you were on Sean Payton's, uh, I'm not going to say. How rude. Uh, we told you during last week, during your picks, Sean Payton, why, why are you picking this team? No, you didn't. You just didn't say a thing. But anyway, let's move on. I mean, how you how picked the Steelers over the 49ers. How many That's of you I'm, on, I'm in the lead with 11. Shan's second with 10. Cool. So, as we can see, Shamo is currently sitting with a big head because he thinks he's a know-it-all about America. No, don't shake your head now. No, no, no. I agree. I was born with a big head. I'm a naturally... <laughs> I've got a large-sized head. You, you are a disgusting gloater. But that is fine. It will only last so long. It will only last. Uh, I won last year, didn't I? This is just a continuation of my dominance. It, it... <laughs> All right, let's move on and talk about this week. What is? Uh, no, screw you. Actually, I'm going to go with my first pick first. Who I want to talk about because I am going to talk about your team <laughs> because your team is playing the most interesting team to me, and that yeah, is I, I the Kansas City I Chiefs. Of the week. Um. I am excited to see the Chiefs back at full strength. Obviously, Chris Jones has signed a new one-year deal, which didn't seem much more than his current deal. Uh, Very incentive-laden deal. Well, it's like he can, he can claim like five mil in incentives, but he, he loses a mil, I think, like you said, for holding out. So he's yeah. lost the mil from his base salary, and then he can claim it back from incentives, which he will do, because like two, like one of the incentives is like, if he gets 50% uh, snap count, he then gets two mil. So he'll get, he'll get a mil for that. That makes up his money. But then it's all about his, his sack total. It's all about getting to the playoffs. It's all about getting... Well, to... he's got to stay healthy. Um, but, I, but one the, thing the with, with the Chiefs, machine. they don't like paying big contracts. No. They've let Tyreek Hill go. Unless you're uh, Patrick Mahomes. Well, even then, they signed him to an eight-year deal, and Patrick Mahomes isn't even one of the highest-paid quarterbacks now. Not anymore, but at the time... He took he a team-friendly deal, so did Kelsey. But it was it was the highest-paid at the time. So yeah. although it was a team-friendly deal, and it only looks now that it's not that much because other people have seen his contract and wanted more. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have taken an eight-year deal. He tried to do the team of solid. He did. And he I, did, I, I think that'll benefit him in the, in the long run. Well, even that, Kelsey's back for, potentially back for this game against the Jacksonville Jags in Jacksonville. 
That's what I mean. This is an exciting game. And also the Chiefs lost. So they've got like a chip on their shoulder. They lost in their first week game against the Lions. They've got a chip on their shoulder. This is If I was a, a Jags fan right now, I'd have squeaky bum. I think the Jags, they've lost to the Chiefs like, twice last year. Now they've finally got them at home in the heat in Florida. I know Kansas City is hot as well. This is a game. It's a statement, really. They ha- If they win this, they are putting their statement in the AFC. They're already one of the favourites in the AFC right now. They're easily the favourite in their own division. Oh, by right? far. It's, it's an easy path for them. It's to an e- the easy division, yeah. And they, like, play, and they play the NFC South. That's a walk. Hey, yeah, it should hey, be a put, walk. Put some respect on the Saints' name. No, I mean, come on. Put some After respect on the Saints' name. did to them last week. Hey, come on. hey, hey. The Titans are gonna batter you when they. But play. like Andy Reid, he's the, he. If there's anyone in the league you trust, um, to you know get things right, it's him. Listen, and listen. then Chris Jones is a di- is is a pure difference maker. The, the Chiefs' problem last game was that they had no one that they could rely on to actually catch the ball, because the, the receivers they've got are bits of par, so the, it's a bit risky. Whereas if you get a sure-handed Kelsey back in the lineup. That's going to change the the dynamics of the game completely for me. Like, it changes the dynamics of their offense having Kelsey in. My worry is that this Jags defense isn't going to manage to contain this Chiefs offense. And the Chiefs offense, uh, sorry, the Chiefs defense will be more than up to the task, especially with Chris Jones, who's a one-man wrecking crew coming back in. And he has got a, a point to prove now. He's Do you think he'll play in. straight away without having an Absolutely. off-season? He Absolutely. might be limited in snaps because that heat's going to get to him if he's playing. He can't. He, 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 said, he, was still, he said he was still in shape. But even if even if he has a limited snap count, right? Even yeah. if he only plays like 30 snaps, like 30, 30% of the snaps, if they're key down and if they're big moments, he can change the game. And That's to be thing. fair, the Chiefs are shown, even with a hobbling Mahomes and just a Kelsey, they can beat Jacksonville. Exactly. Uh, like they did in the playoffs. That's that's the creativity of Andy Reid, and that's where you're gonna get Mahomes. Who if you you're Jacksonville, you if you race to a two and zero lead in this division, you're playing for AFC seeding. Yeah, at that point, yeah. Who are you I picking mean, in this game? I, I I have actually picked the Chiefs. Boo. Uh, so your your greed and your gluttony of winning. The pick challenge it means more to you than your fandom to the Jaguars, is what I'm hearing. Hey, I'm winning in both. If the Jags win, I'm happy. <laughs> if I'm winning in picks, I'm I'm less happy here in this scenario. Well, you'd be happy to know your brother is sided with you. Uh, no, sided against you. Sorry. Yeah, he's picking the Jaguars. I've sided. I've sided with you. I've gone with the Chiefs yeah, as well. You can't expect the Chiefs to be two and zero oh and two. Sorry, can you? No, and he has gone with the Jags. Um, who? Are, what are you looking forward to? What's the game that? You know, aside from that, well, I was. I mean, I was heavily looking forward to that. To be honest with you, um, I'm not going to lie. Another game I'm looking forward to. I'm looking, look, going through the slate, and one really, really sticks out to me. Um, it's the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Different reasons there. Cincinnati was so poor last week. They were massively poor. Yeah, they were. They were terrible. And they can't. And, they started off slowly last year, year before. They can't do that this year. Not in that division. And they're playing a divisional game against the Ravens, who they, they you know, got away with it in early against the Texans last week, but they finally managed to win. 
I'm looking forward to this, A, because I love watching the Bengals play. And Zay Flowers is an X factor for the Ravens. They Zay Flowers finally found exciting. a way to draft a receiver. He, but he, he is exciting. He he can be, like you say, a bit of an X factor for them. My my thing with this match, though, is for the Bengals, although it's a divisional game and notoriously quite tough for them, this is like their perfect bounce-back game because Marcus Williams is done for a few weeks. He's got a pec injury. So this um, defensive backfield for the Ravens is a bit of a mess at the minute. And these receivers... Mean, and... Did you mean Marlon Humphrey? Or am I... Am I no, Mar- Marlon Humphrey's out already, but Marcus yeah. Williams had a peck injury during the Texans game. So he's their safety. So he he also is potentially out for this game. He's out for a few weeks at least. So then this sort of opens the door a bit for these Bengals receivers to sort of tee Higgins, Jamar Chase, to sort of try and find some room, to try and get in a bit better shape than what they did against the Browns, and to try and start getting their season the way in a lot of ways. Uh, and also give Burrow like an opportunity for a bit of a bounce back. I know... You know, Ravens notoriously have like quite a domineering defense. They're they're quite at you, but I don't really get where their pass rush is coming from. Um, I mean, they managed to get some pass rush last week against CJ Stroud, but again, it's the Texans. It's, Texans, it's very difficult to read. All I know is this rivalry, this divisional game, is always a, a slugfest, and I I love whenever this division plays itself. Um, Ravens want to know. Bengals 0-1. I've got to go with this game for my game of the week. Okay. Who are you picking? I think we've all picked... I'm going to guess we've all picked the same team. I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. And I think Shannon went Bengals as well for a bounce-back game. Um, I think they need it. And I think if they go 0-2, I generally think their season's done. Well, he's like, going to throw him for more than 80 yards. That's very flat. That's a step. Yeah. That's a step. <laughs> that is a step. Um, another game that I think will be will be interesting, but for uh, different reasons, is this Dolphins Patriots game? Mm, chess match. Absolutely. This this is why it's interesting to me. It's it's obviously in a great position. They put it on prime time for that reason. But like, what what I find exciting about this this McDaniel's offense is incredible. Like it looks it looks really quick, really fast. It's really nice. However, this Patriots defense is is potentially like one of the better units in the league. Belichick always coaches defense as well. So like it'll be interesting to see if I know like last week they scored a bunch of points against the Chargers defense, but we always talk about the Chargers defense being poor. Playing against a good defense, is this Miami offense still going to hold up? Because like the Patriots can pass rush, the Patriots can get after the quarterback, the Patriots can defend the pass. Like they they held the Eagles. I know like this the score was twenty five. They conceded twenty five, but realistically, like it is ten because fourteen of those points was on Matt Jones. Yeah, and this is in New England as well. If this is in Miami, I feel way more confident with the Dolphins. But I feel like the the Patriots' strength exposed the Dolphins' weakness. Um, and really, it's and I'm talking about the. Patriots D-line versus the uh, Dolphins O-line. Also, the Patriots is defense is their strength. Dolphins is offense is their strength. Mac Jones can ser- is serviceable. I I've not had I've not seen the Dolphins' Vic Fangio defense yet come to life. Uh, but there was no way I was going to pick the 
the Patriots in this game? <laughs> you you can't pick the Patriots in this game no, because you can't pick the Dol- Mac Jones against Tua. No, after the Dolphins' performance, I think we've all gone the same way. We've all picked the, yeah, the, the Dolphins because at the end of the day, like it's they just make the most sense. Um, but all I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins took an L in this game because the, even the Patriots' offense looked a bit more serviceable than it did last season. Not great. Matt Jones obviously had his early issues. But coming into that second half, he started balling a bit. Um, Kendrick Bourne looked like the receiver he used to look like. They they do have uh, issues. Obviously, Parker's gone down injured. Juju Smith-Huster's got an injury. So, like, there is some issues with their receivers. But, like, it still worked. And the Hunter Henry looks, looks back to the Hunter Henry that he was when he played for the Chargers. And that could be a difference maker. I do think Miami's safeties are way better than Philadelphia's safeties. So trying to target Hunter Henry against uh, Holland might not be a smart option if you're Mac. Uh, but Bill O'Brien will probably make at least the Patriots' um, offense functional. Um, can I give you another game? That I'm really excited. I, I, was, I was tempted to pick the 49ers Rams, but then I thought, you know what? I'm not going with that game. I'm going to go with a game like the Chargers and Titans. Two That's, contrasting yeah. styles. Yeah. And we we talked about Derrick Henry quite a bit off the pod. Um, and that game against the Saints where they were pounding it and they just weren't feeding him. I don't think I mean, they made it, the same mistake against the Chargers. They surely can't. couldn't stop the run last year. The, the, when, I, when I watched the, the Titans-Saints game, like my only thought would be if I was a Titans fan now, I'd be so super frustrated because every time... Henry got the ball, he was running for at least seven yards. Like, you know, he was averaging about seven yards a carry. The Saints had to use about six players to tackle him. So it was it was a problem. But then they kept moving away from it, which didn't make sense to me. And I know they don't want to overuse Henry because, you know, you don't want to run him into the ground. And that makes a lot of sense to me. But he does a lot of his best work in the fourth quarter when defences are already worn out. Defences are worn down. That's sort of his game plan. And even coming into the fourth quarter, they, they were a little bit behind, sure, but they weren't using him effectively. They weren't still running with him. They were trying to get Spears involved, which is fine. He's a rookie. I get that. But, like, play to your strengths. You say Spears. Can you believe this? Every single third down in that game, Tarjay Spears was, was the running back. Derrick Henry played zero snaps on third downs. I can't believe that, really, because I thought Derrick Henry had a few screen passes think, in that game I against think they, the Saints. Yeah, I think they had some plays they were on the field, field together on third down. Maybe, but I don't think he was I didn't think he was there by himself. Uh, though, no. From what I read, may, maybe Twitter's wrong. Uh, but what I want to see in this game, and I think the perfect team to run against are the Chargers. The Chargers last year were the uh, ranked 32nd team in the NFL against run. It's they the run. They allowed, right, five yards of carry. And you mentioned it before in our last pod. They were soft in the middle. They couldn't cover anyone in the middle. Uh, you just got to run at them, directly yeah. at them. And even if I go back to our mock drafts, you had them picking Kalijah can can see a defensive tackle. They didn't select they ne- him. He went to Tampa Bay. They need someone to fill that middle. Like They need, yeah. they need to stop the run. The, the figures as well with this game, I feel like, uh, it's one more week for Tannehill and DeAndre Hopkins to build some more chemistry. 
because like a, a couple of plays in that Saints game, there was just miscues between them, where Tannehill threw a back shoulder fade, but Hopkins thought it was a go route. So then that that led to a pick. And... I thought Tannehill was trying to play like Josh Allen, just give the game away. Yeah, well, it felt like it felt like neither team wanted to win, but like, like things like that hopefully won't happen so much this time around. Like it might be a bit better because, you know, they're not they've got another week of experience um, behind them, and also this Titans defense plays well against this Chargers offense for me, because what the Chargers offense struggle with, I think, is pass protection. Herbert has to do a lot of running around. This Titans defensive line. Is bullies. Oh, you're talking about your uh, a friend of the uh, podcast, Arden Key, are you? <laughs> well, I mean, he did make Trevor Penning look silly, but anyone could do that right now. But like, not just that. Like in the middle, Jeffrey Simmons and Altry, just they were imposing figures, and they were constantly putting pressure on Carr. And I know the the Saints' offensive line has their own issues right now, but like, I don't trust his Chargers' offensive line either. So like, that would be an issue for me. I've gone for the Titans in this game. I actually think they'll get back to what works, and I feel it's a good matchup for them. So I'm going to pick them to win. I it was kind of surprised you went for them. I'm not going to lie. I have I have way more faith in the Chargers O line. They've got Rashawn Slater, Zion Johnson, Corey Lindsay. I think their left side is elite. Um, and then I like Sally at guard as well. But I've gone with the Chargers. Shan's gone with the Chargers. I want to see Joshua Kelly try and get as many snaps as again well, as they also, did with Eckler and try and run. Well, they need to protect Ek- their defense. Eckler's got an ankle sprain as well, so he's yeah. he's day to day. So we'll see how healthy he is going into the game, and I feel that's a massive X factor for them because as much as Josh Kelly looked good in this game, there's only one Austin Eckler. Um, let's hit one more, and then we'll just quickly run through the rest. Um, I want to just talk quickly about this. Seahawks Lions game just because I'm excited to see if the Lions carry on the form that they showed against the Chiefs. Yeah, part of me is like the Chiefs gave them that game with their amount of drops. Like the amount yeah. of mistakes the Chiefs made, the Lions had to win it. Yeah. I don't think particularly either team looked good last uh, week, the Chiefs or the Lions. Um, I feel that's harsh. I feel like well, the. I don't I think they like did. The, I don't think the I, Lions. I don't think they had. They didn't look like last year's Lions at the end of the year. I don't think the Seahawks looked good either last week. And no. uh, both of these teams, sure, they had contrasting results. But I think this is a game they're going to target to see, okay, can we find our mojo back? Well, I, I actually disagree with that. I feel like the Lions showed a bit last week because although, you know, there was the drop issues with the Chiefs, I mean, also, it's still the Chiefs. Irregardless of the drop issues, irregardless of that, they're still the Super Bowl champions they're still like they're two players removed from being full strength squad who we just talked about and they're also the to... two of the top they're not a loaded roster no no, they're, no. A I, they're, they're, they're a top heavy roster for sure and like and i appreciate the fact that you know we're saying that they they are the best in their position blah 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 but we're also saying they two players away from knocking off the Jaguars, who we just said are, are clear favourites to mm-hmm. not only win the AFC South, but potentially like go on a playoff run. So like I feel like you can't just discredit the Lions' performance just saying it's a few drops and they looked bad. I feel like they looked well, considering like what they had. 
they did what they needed to do win. And I feel like this is this is the mo- motto of the team. There's a lot more what they could do. Gibbs can get more yeah, involved. Definitely. I want to see him get more involved. He deserves to get more involved. He, he, provides he looks a electric. Spark. He looks electric. Every time he touches the ball, he looks electric. He should be out-snapping Montgomery. But this is an issue I have with Dan Campbell anyway. Jamal Williams was out-snapping any running back. And I get Jamal Williams. He was he was a coach. You know, he's a coach's dream in a way. It was a locker room dream. But sometimes you've got to give it to the spark. And the, Montgomery isn't a spark like Jamal no, Williams is. The, the, issue, the issue I have with this is he's, he's fully still living in his... Saints 2017 era where you've got Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. The problem is Montgomery is no Mark Ingram, but Gibbs could be Alvin Kamara. He could be even better than Alvin Kamara. He could be. And this is why they need to start using him more and letting him show what he's got. And especially since they're down weapons. Like right now, there's they've got Amon Ra and um, a bunch of nobodies. Like they are Josh down. Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. Yeah, Josh Reynolds and Sam Laporte is a rookie. He had second. Mo- I mean, this, you can't. He, ma- he on made. Them. A, he made a couple of catches, but Lone, you're right. Yeah. Like they need. They need more. Is the thing. They need a bit more. Like they're. they're they've got a good offensive line. They've got. They've got all this stuff. So like, that's all well and good, but you still need a bit more. And I feel like we we need that. Jameson Williams would add that to them when he comes back from this suspension, but. Also, he came back last year. I know he had a, a pretty bad knee injury, but he didn't really show much for them last year. So who knows what he's going to show when he comes back? I worry for the Seahawks, though, because the Detroit Lions' strength meets the Seattle Seahawks' weakness. The Lions' O-line is incredible. Yeah, um, they're, they're a phenomenal five. O-line. They're gonna, and the they're Seahawks gonna don't get a pass rush. We've, no. we've talked about it. It's been a long time since you're afraid of their pass rush. Um, and Lions at home, they're expecting to sell out in Ford Field for the first time in like 21, 22 and, years. And also, I, I am concerned about this Seahawks O-line with the injuries that they took. Charles Cross, like, big loss. Yeah, so like that's going to be a concern for me. They they just threw out of sorts against the, the Rams last week. They need to get back into the groove of things. Like we People were excited about this offense with uh, the receiving core that they've got. Running backs. You know, running backs, you know, offensive line even. I know the injuries are there, but like even just a receiving core. If you said to me, you've got a receiving core of uh, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett and uh, Jackson, Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba, right? you'd be like, this is amazing. Like, this is, we're, we're incredible. But they just didn't show it last week. Um, and got... This is where I worry with the Pete Carroll Seahawks. Why, why do they never just score so much? I just don't get it. They've got the parts. I don't know. Show it. Is it one of those I, Geno games? I don't I, know. Well, I, I feel like they also get away from what they do best. So, like, even if they did score, I feel like they go back to running the ball, which I think this should be a more pass-happy offense because yeah, with, with the this, receivers that you've got, with this receiver the receiver room. like you said, yeah. It's a good pass block. Yeah. You, you just take advantage of that. Who you got for this game? Lions. I Me too. They've got, they've, they've got too much. Uh, for the Seahawks to handle. Me too. I've gone Lions. Shadow's gone Lions because we're all smart people. Uh, let's just run through the rest quickly, do our picks, and get out of there. So uh, I'm just going to go through the list from the top. So Thursday night games, uh, which might have actually been interesting to talk about, but we just don't have time now. Vikings and Eagles. I've gone Eagles in this. Yeah, we've all gone Eagles. I I, I don't think we were solid with Minnesota's week one performance. No, I'm concerned. 
it wouldn't surprise me though if the Vikings do win this game. Like I, w- no. I would, I wouldn't be shocked at all. But I am concerned about their Week One performance against the Buccaneers. Uh, Packers versus Falcons. I mean, I went Green Bay. I was super impressed with Jordan Love. I'm who, in the who, same who camp. You loved. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've got to go uh, Green Bay. I, I think Atlanta. Uh, they're they're like Tennessee, their style, and I don't think it fits. No, I I am all in on Green Bay in this game. I feel like the the Falcons will they they're gonna keep themselves in the game a bit, but like the the Green Bay's got a really good defense, uh, and offensively, I feel like they've just got too much for this reasonable Falcons defense. Knows how to develop a passing game. No, in his career at this point, the passing game's horrible. He must be on the um, B. John Robinson hype train. Well, then Algier. Let's not forget Algier. My my issue, uh, I'm not going to lie, is I didn't rate Robinson's debut as much as a lot of people did. It's, it's the moments. You're looking out for rookie moments and he looks he looks like a star. I have no issues with B. John. Moving on. Raiders versus Bills. I've gone for a Bills bounce back game. We've all gone Bills. I think we're all expecting the same thing. Buffalo back at home. The Raiders are a perfect tonic for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It should be a bounce back game. But then, I, again, this wouldn't shock me if the Raiders do pull an upset because the Raiders looked all right against the the Broncos. Broncos yeah, and Jacoby Myers is a wide receiver too against Buffalo's second cornerback. My, Myers is uh, probably out this game. He's, he was, there's talks about being concussed. Yeah, potentially, yeah. But... I, I, we've all gone Bills. I think they will bounce back. Josh Allen usually does. Uh, Colts versus Texans. I mean, I was super impressed with the Colts last week against Jacksonville. Um, I was not impressed by the Texans. Um, they disappointed me. So I've gone Colts. Jan's gone Colts as well. I've gone Texans. They they did disappoint me as well. I feel it's growing pains, but I feel like their defense has got some parts. And I just don't trust this Colts team. Um, I don't know why. I just not. I'm just not feeling it. I feel like they were let back into the game by the Jaguars last last game. I don't feel like yeah. they played themselves into the game. So then I don't know. I just I feel like the Texans might at home might. I be think the I think CJ Stroud might find Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner too much to handle a defensive tackle just rushing at him. We we will see. Bears versus Buccaneers. I mean. I can't pick the Chicago Bears. I was not high on them this off-season. I wasn't even high on the Bucks, but at least Bucks played well. So I, I've gone Buccaneers. I've gone Buccaneers because their defense played out of this world in that last game. Uh, offensively, you know, Baker Mayfield is who he is. They don't really have much there. I mean, Mike Evans and Godwin are still elite receivers, though. But I've gone with the Buccaneers just because their defense will yeah. batter this Bears offence. May that three, Shams gone the Buccaneers as well. Um, we talked about Chargers at the time. So Giants versus Cardinals. I think we've all gone the same way here, so there's not much to talk about. No, but... we haven't. No, we haven't. Oh, uh, okay, we've not. So I saw what I needed to see from the Giants last week to show they're not prepared. And I thought Arizona played Commanders really well. I went um, Arizona. I think they pull off the upset. But I think they've played better in week one. I think they're playing more like a team than the Giants are. So I, I see this as being a bounce-back game. You talk about being a perfect tonic. 
the Vegas Raiders. This for me is the perfect tonic for any team that has just come out of the gates losing by forty points, not not scoring any at all. This is what they needed. I don't trust this Cardinals team at all. Yes, they played the Commanders close, but the Commanders I don't trust as well. So then because of that, that doesn't show me anything. I think the Giants will bounce back in this game. And I think Shannon does too, which is why he's picked them. Um, picking against his own team as well. I don't like that. It's it's poor <laughs> show of fandom. No, no, we, we, pick, we pick to win. Uh, did we, 49ers versus Rams? We're, we're on that I one I mean, we're not going to go 49ers. We're all going to go 49ers, yeah, we'll go so let's move 49ers on. For this one, yeah. Jets versus Cowboys. Again, if Aaron Rodgers was playing, this would be a oh, much different game and we'd game. have a, a much better conversation we about it. We would have talked about this game. <laughs> but with Rodgers not being there, Wilson's slated to start for the, the Jets. This is game is only going one way. That Cowboys defense looks incredible. Uh, they don't really have to do much in offense because it's going to be a tough game for their offense against this Jets defense. But I don't think they have to do much on offense to win this game. I think I want to see more from Dak Prescott. I think both these teams are defensive minded. Um, I think both their offense have looked poor so well, obviously looked poor so far. But Dak better start delivering. No, it's, well, it's, it's getting worse and worse every year. As our friend Scott keeps reminding us, Dak is an amazing quarterback, so he will get there someday. Um, yeah, we'll play the Cowboys though. Commanders versus Denver Broncos. Well, I've gone low lone wolf here and I've picked the Commanders. <laughs> I don't trust the Broncos. Didn't trust so, them last year and they look like the same old Broncos. I'm in I'm in a different camp. I don't think they do look like the same old Broncos. Well, they I lost feel, to the Raiders by one point. But divisional games are tougher than you think, and I think the Raiders are better than, than you think. I don't rate this Commanders team. Uh sorry, Abby. I know you are only listening and I'm alienating you right now, but I don't rate them that much. I don't rate Sam Howe. I, I struggle I, with him. I was disappointed with Sam Howe's debut, but again, I like their pieces. I like Jahan Dotson. I like Terry McLaurin. They I, are two legit perimeter receivers. I like the running backs, but they didn't use Brian Robinson and Gibson well. They didn't run the ball effectively. The, they should be is, running the ball, building the play action, going deep. This is, this is my thing with the Broncos. ATL defense. The Broncos have a good defense. That's still going to be there. That's still going to play well. Offensively, yes, they need to do things better. They need to they need to execute better. But I feel Wilson has got better. He shored some things up. He wasn't as sloppy as he was last year. And I feel a few more games with Sean Payton's system, his influence, they're going to be a better offense. Yeah, but the... I, I think you're underrating this um, commander's defensive line. Montez Sweat reached top 10 uh, sacks. The... But like... Chase, you're, like it's top. I, their D line is elite. I also trust Sean Payton to to coach around it. But he anyway, couldn't coach around the Raiders. His defense. A divisional game. We talked about divisional games being funny. You you are so quick in one hand to be like, oh, divisional games. Oh, no, you know. I, yeah. and then hey, and then as soon as it's I, another I, yeah. one, when you when you blindly trust Sean Payton, when when you, as soon as it comes to like a different divisional game which isn't involving your team, and then you're like, oh, nah, it doesn't mean anything. But as soon as the Jags are involved, oh, divisional games are funny. Uh, how, okay, how many points do you reckon the Broncos score? Over, under, 20? Um, I, I think it depends if Judy plays. I think Judy adds an element to their team which they miss without having him in there. Because Judy, Judy's their best receiver by you've far. Not asked, you've not answered. Well, let's find out if Judy's playing and I'll tell you an answer then. <laughs> if, you're, so if he's not playing, you're saying under 20. 
Yes. If Julie doesn't win. play under twenty, yeah, I think they'll hold Commander's offense to under twenty points easily. Oh, but let's move, let's move on um, and talk about my team, the Saints versus Panthers. Why is that on a Monday night as well? Don't know, but there we go. Uh, I've got the Saints in this one. They beat the Titans. It wasn't convincing, but this Panthers team looked terrible against the Falcons. So I don't I don't mm. expect them to look any better. The Saints defense looked really good though. It's the only thing. So that Saints defense travels really well. They're, they're quick guys. They move around a lot. The the very re- not... veteran group, right? Like a lot of their stars have a... been there for a while. Yeah, the only problem they have is they're not very big. It's not a big defense. That's why like the Titans could take advantage because even our interior guys aren't very big. The our edge rushes are big for edge rushes, but they're still like. Hey, don't worry. To Bryce Young, they're gonna all look like giants. <laughs> So you got no worries. You're perf- playing the perfect quarterback if you're talking about size. Well, we've all gone for Saints here. Um, we've all gone Saints here. And then to finish it off, Browns versus Steelers. Browns did look really good. We haven't talked about them, but unfortunately, Browns get a lot less coverage on our on our podcast because of their quarterback. So um, I've gone for the Browns in this game, though. I don't feel good about it. But yeah, I joined you on hand. this, and it's mainly because of their defense. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. only because of their defense. Absolutely, their offense doesn't look doesn't look good still. Neither like, of the two teams' offense look good. But I think this Browns defense could be up there, top five unit at the end of the year. I, I love the hire of Jim Schwartz. As soon and as he be, off season started, they hired him. Chanel has picked the Steelers. He's the only one left with integrity. Yeah, he so, does not pick the Browns. If you've followed our podcast for a while, on that bombshell though, we will. Leave it there. We will come back to you next week to talk about what's happened. Hopefully your team wins, unless you are a Panthers fan. Uh, Until that time, see ya.